We are some petty money. Sazo figure gada. Baby, you only have me. so hard, but now. We are some petty money. Sazo figure gada. Baby, you only have me. so hard, but afternoon salam alaikum and all that stuff uh welcome to another episode of nothing but football uh nothing but football that's what we talk about hey hey um it's been quite a well i guess international weeks are always you know poop uh but we move on uh there's a lot to talk about transfers were wrapped up uh you know prospects uh are happening all around the the league. Champions League is coming soon. It's Yo. next week. So that's something to also look forward to. Yeah. But uh don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe. And uh let me introduce you to my hosts. On my immediate right, I've got Uncle Lokosa. What's good, bro? What's good, what's good, what's good? Mm. Uh how's the weekend been, man? The weekend was good, eh? The weekend mm. was good. I I've still got Ronaldo fever, so I'm still smiling. Mm. Um yeah. No, no, man. That's good. That's good. And then on my far right, I've got Uncle Curtis there. How That's you doing? Good. Nah, it's all good, dog. Chill, man. It's another, it's another weekend of known football for me, so mm. I ain't complaining much. What? No football? Yeah, you know I don't watch Arsenal. You think I want, <laughs> I'm watching internationals now as well? You don't watch internationals, dog. You don't You don't care about Bafana Bafana beating Ghana. Shout out to the boys, oh, by Shout the out way. to the boys, oh, yeah, but... Yeah, they beat Ghana. No well, one expected it. That's why yeah, no one's talking about why it. Why would I want to be disappointed by club and country? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I figured, man, since there's not nothing really much, I'd, I'd kind of look at the transfers that have happened and, you know, give a wrap-up. Yeah, it's been a window, eh? Yes. Yo. I'd actually go as far as to say, can you, rem- can you guys remember a better window than this? No. Not at this current moment no. in time. Not so spread out. Mm. Like, like, um, because even spending wise, it's not the highest spending transfer market. Mm. Yeah, but but towards so many teams have plugged their gaps. That that's what usually like one team had a great uh, or one or two teams had a great window. Mm. But here, you, there's a lot. No, that's there's a lot. I do look at it and think uh, to myself, you're okay. Yeah. This has been a great, uh, a great window. Yeah. I was going to say, let's just uh, maybe, you know, have a brush at the, the transfer window. We'll sure. start with the obvious, you know, the alphabet, the top of the alphabet. <laughs> um, the of the alphabet. Yes. That, they actually happen to be the top spenders of the, yeah. of, the, of the year, of the transfer window, actually. Uh, that's Arsenal. Uh, we look at it in... There were quite a bit of players. It was Nuno Tavares, uh, Sambi Lokonga, Ben White, Martin Odegaard, uh, Aaron Ramsdale. Don't think we're going to concern ourselves without because it's most of them were loans. A loan period's ending of loans, so they, these guys will be back. Uh, but obviously, Matthew Ganduzi out, uh, William Saliba out, Joe Willock, who's a transfer, the... Uh, Quite a potential, and also Bellerin out uh, towards the end to Real Betis. Uh, Uncle Curtis, let me start with you as an Arsenal supporter. I think it's very disingenuous for the media to start painting us as some big spenders. I know we're the biggest spenders here, Mm. but it's literally five players versus other clubs, one player. Mm. Like we spent 150 million on what? 
five players. Chelsea spent that on literally one player. Yeah. Uh, Man City literally spent that on one player. Arsenal have the bigger backs, uh, the the bigger uh, gaps to fill in the squad. So obviously you're going to spend more than the others. Mm. I think it's actually pretty decent deep business because the highest player there is 50 million. Yeah. Mm. Cool when you compare it to Varane and stuff. Varane came cheaper, but Varane comes with 350,000 pounds a week wages. So in the long run, it's... So when they say biggest spenders, I, I hear them now, but like Arsenal's been having problems, guys. Like, what did we expect to happen? Do you think they're going to buy one or two players again and not fix things? So I'm happy with the business they've done. It's five players basically under the age of 23. Mm. Uh, listen to the Eddie interview where he explained why he did certain things. Like where he picked up that, uh, what you call this thing. Who you call this? Uh, Tyranny was injured towards the second half of the season. And then Arsenal struggled in the second half of the season because they had to adapt Saka and what, what. And that's why he got Tavares over there. Mm. So it looks like there's a plan. I mean, they're trying to get two players for each position so that it does happen. So good transfer, decent transfer window. Mm. Only time will tell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's my opinion on it. No, fair point. Yeah. Look, look for, for for me, it's it's a decent transfer window because of the ages and profile. You don't really know yet, mm. right? But it's also one of those things, to me, I think Arsenal's repeating Arsenal mistakes, right? Mm. Because when you look at the outs, those are the same profile of, of players which you were signing a couple of years ago. Gwenduzi, Saliba, all, all, the, all that kind of thing, saying, you know, in time they'll come right, but time has come, they're gone. You know what I mean? So, so to me, I, I think it can easily be a repeat of these are the days where, oh, we've signed young Nasri, we've signed young Sanya, we've signed what, whatever. By the time they become something, are they still Arsenal players? Mm. So, look, looks like decent signings and, and that, but I think their gaps were, were could have been plugged in the first team too. Mm. But um, even when you look at the signings there, man, these are guys with hella experience. Sambi's captain of Adelaide has basically been playing above 60 games at Adelaide. Belgium International. Does that normally translate to success in the Prem? It doesn't, but it's not the same profile of player we used to sign in the past. Gwenduzi was what? Gwenduzi played less than like 12 games for his okay. team. It wasn't Less 60. than 12 games? No, not a lot. It wasn't 60. That guy came up from League 2 and then signed for his other club. He's, yeah, been, but he's he, played a lot of professional games. Yeah, but he, he was released by what you call this thing. And can we compare Gwenduzi to a fully-fledged international? You spent 25 Captain. million on him? Yeah, but no, how much was it? 20 no, but, no, he was but less than that. He was no, what, maybe 10. But, less, he was yeah. but then we're talking France under 21 international. No, but now we're talking the Belgian uh, international. We're talking the captain of Anderlecht. Guendouzi wasn't all of those things. Okay, okay. But, uh, okay, okay. So, so you're confident in this transfer window? I'm for not confident. Season? I'm saying, I'm saying it's not, not for the season. I'm saying it's decent. I, I say I, I get where the strategy is coming from, right? Mm. But that's where it comes from. But when you look at the players... It's uh, players with a lot of experience that are that they, they signed this season. It's not players that haven't played in the Premier League, uh, so we can't say it's the same type of profile because we're looking at Ben White playing in the Premier League. We're looking at uh, fine that got relegated, but uh, Aaron Ramsdale has played in the Premier League and a couple of other players as well. So it's not the same type of profile of player to me. I, th- I think it is. That's Burnt Leno. Burnt Leno's played games. That's that's your nine centre backs. That's. Same, same so, to, to me. So, so I'm like, these players are good. They can turn out to be something. But again, you're in, the, you're in the bracket where you're hoping they all come good together. Because what happened before with all of those other ones is they started to peak on their own. Remember Van Persie's on some, I've peaked, sharp, But like, I think he peaked at 28 maybe. And he's like, if I wait for this other one, 
I'm going to be 33. So, so, so you never know. That's, By that's, the way, Genduzi cost two million. Two. Yes. Yeah. Fuck that. He did. There it is. There from Lorient. Nah. Euros, Tyler. Nah. <laughs> two million fight. euros. <laughs> Why is this man nah. is fighting? Two million euros. He wasn't euros. expensive for it. Because it was with no, the I'm joking. Previous... Sorry, it was eight. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember. I don't know what this MV, NV means, but it was. But even with Gendouzi, it was the previous scouting team. It was uh, Sven, and he's uh... still the same club, is what I'm saying. Mm. So it's not 150 starting from today. There's last season's money also. Which did you say you get the value from it? You say you got the value from it. Um, for what? Last season's transfer window. For Gendouzi. No, I'm saying for, just from the whole transfer window, do you think your guys saw the value from it? I don't think so. No. So so that's what I'm saying. That's I'm why trying to even, me it feels like... But I'm trying to remember who we signed last. Gabriel? Gabriel, I feel he's, he's still young. He can prove himself. Had decent... He's got decent, uh, you know, potential. Yeah. So, so that's my point, is that they must still come good. Now, out of all of these things, are you saying they'll all come good together? Probably not. Yeah, but, oh, no. but but they say they're not done with the business. He's just getting the foundation right. They might add one or two more experienced players yeah, next year. He's been there for three years. Who? Look, I'll tell you. Three years, dog. No, 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 no. Are you mad? That's your bra. That's your bra. This is his third year. That's then, your bra. That's your bra. Hey? This is his second full your season. Your guy's been your guy's this been is the second full season. Yeah, yes. he's starting his second full season. Yeah. So three years. This is his third year. Don't say he's been there three years. Been there three years. He's had three summer transfer windows. No, he hasn't. No. Okay. Okay. He but hasn't. anyway, now you, only guys, had, you guys are fighting your point. He only okay, Sean, So you believe in Arsenal? I didn't say I believe. I don't believe so in Arsenal. Why are you fighting me? Why are you fighting me? My point is because your point. This are, looks like more of the same. Yeah, but no, your points dude, are different. <laughs> you can't. Don't try bring him on to. Don't try bring him into this Ole conversation that you guys. I, I wasn't bringing Ole. I was saying your coach is there three years. Then. Then you no. said, no, that's your guy. You that is, on. yes. No, but I'm telling you that this is the conversation that you guys are having this season where you're saying Ole's been here for X for long enough. He needs to bring trophies. Yeah. Uh, Arteta, I think this is his second full season. He's been here for this will be two and a half. It's actually two and a half. Yeah. He came it's two yeah. and a half seasons. Yeah. So basically, this is his second full season. Yeah. Uh, in January, you can say he's been there for three years. Sure. Yes. Yeah. But my point that I'm trying to make is that uh, these are kind of decent signings. I don't have a problem with the with the signings for me. I think these are quite positive signings. Uh, minus the fact that you know, uh, you can't really. There's there's a lot of factors that have gone wrong for us. Yeah. We look at the the Torreira situation with his mom passing. And he's made up his mind. He doesn't want to return. But Arsenal's not willing to part with him for the money that, you know, yeah. other people are offering because they yeah. know he wants to leave. They're like, dude, you will keep getting, you will keep, uh, we'll keep you in our loaning system then. Yeah. Until you have a good season, good enough for you to bounce. Uh, so, you know, we've been forced to keep players that we, we didn't want to keep. So it's unfortunate, but. But I- I- even that is like a transfer from not long ago. I, but that's three, four seasons ago, before Ateta. It's before Ateta. Sure, but what, what? So where I'm saying this transfer window looks like more of the same. That's what I'm getting to. Is that when you've had your past transfer windows, you're still talking a rebuild. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you on that. But what, it, it, what is it, it hasn't what is been your team doing then? But mm-hmm. uh, let me just finish. It hasn't been as much players that we bought as this season, where it's five, six at one go. The previous seasons is one or two at a time. This time we've plugged literally left back, center mid, 
yeah. uh, creative player, which we didn't do last season, which is what cost us at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I, yeah. I was no, actually, I'm, I'm not saying the bad signings. Mm. I'm, I'm just saying I look at it and I'm like, okay, this one might peak this season. The other ones you're hoping the season afterwards. Mm. And that sort of imbalance, when we get to a couple of seasons down the line and these players are signing for City again, because now, now they want a challenge. Now they want a whatever. You're hoping they all come good same time. Yeah, I'm just but saying they plugged multiple positions which we've yeah, never done before. Yeah, we, we, yeah it's, so so it's a good it's a good window. I'm just saying that window doesn't. Also no. supposed to be top six anyway. I no. don't see them becoming fifth with the signings. You know what I mean? I see it happening if there's a change in uh, in a coaching philosophy in yeah. some sort of uh, tactics. Mm. Because right now, even with this team. I still see if Arteta keeps doing what Arteta is doing now. Yeah. I see it not working out for us. Yeah. But I'm saying the players, yeah. from from this point of view, looking at these players, the additions are pretty good for us to kind of challenge yeah. for top six. Yeah. Top six. No, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I'd yes. Agree. So, but at the end of the day, like you know, having the having the players doesn't really matter if you don't have the right coach. And and I agree, you have to take the bullet at some point. A yeah. rebuild has to come, especially After you couldn't hang on to what was not working. Yes. <laughs> so so I agree with you. I agree with you. Mm. Yeah. Then I'll just look at other signings. Uh, we'll touch on an Aston Villa. I, I think, think good yes, I actually think they did have a good window because they signed Leon Bailey from uh, Bayern Leverkusen. Great signing. Amy Buendia, uh, thirty-eight million. It's decent signing so but it's a yeah. it's a big signing isn't he was part of the what homegrown i don't think he is eh? is he not for He's homegrown I, don't think, I don't think it's home no, it's from argentina but no. you know if you've been in it's, the academies yeah. for long you need to have been in the academies two years before the age of 18 yeah, yeah. Nah, I mean, I but i don't remember Buendia. like which club was he at before norwich no i don't know yeah, that's what I say. I'm not sure. Uh, they got Ashley Young back, Danny Ings, and uh, Danny Ings took it over the top for me. Mm. Proven goal scorer. Tuan Zebe uh, on loan. I think that's a good, good move. We're not gonna really concentrate on uh, thing, but yeah, let's look at that. And how do you guys feel about those transfers? Considering they lost such a big player like uh, like Jack Grealish. Yeah. Do you look at it and say, okay? You guys use that money wisely or, you know... Yeah, I do. This is going to be tough for you guys. I, I do. I do. Because mm. what you lose with Jack Grealish... I don't think Jack Grealish had spectacular numbers for them mm. um, in terms of output. Obviously, I mean, they mid to bottom table. You don't expect higher numbers. Mm. But what he did for them is he held the ball first first and foremost if you gave him the ball because generally it's counter-attack he can hold it for yeah. one or two seconds longer to bring other people into play so so what they've sort of done is with Leon Bailey and, and, and Buendia you got two players that can play yeah. help you sort of bring the ball forward um, uh, Danny Ings like you said proven goal scorer mm. Ashley Young experience that man can put a ball into the box and he can defend yeah um, Axel Tonzebe Look, he, 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 he was with them on loan when they were in the championship coming up and mm. he was fantastic for them there. Yeah. So he might be again, but you, you don't know. Absolutely. You know, he, needs Premier he needs to be tested. Mm. Uncle Curtis, any other views you'd like to nah, put in? I agree with Lucas there. Uh, I think it was just the Danny Ings signing that took it over the top for me. Mm. And now we can stop hearing stupid fans saying Oli Watkins is a good striker. Mm. Yeah. We'll see what a good striker is now. Oh, yeah. Because mm. Oli's not going to get game time. If, if Ings stays fit and scores... Oh, he, can play, he can play off he can play wide too. 
He can play what? Okay. Yeah, but yeah, he will see what a striker is now. I I I actually see uh, Ollie Watkins struggling to tell you the truth because uh, the the one player who's for me uh, been doing okay for 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 Aston Villa as in like his role has been improving since January I think. I'd say Triori. Uh, the player he used to play mm. for Chelsea. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, he st- he started to shine like towards the end of like last year. Mm. Uh, even you know in the beginning of this season, like you can see he's getting confidence on the ball. Oli Watkins is yo. I feel bad for him because it looks like they're just saying Ebra Danny Ings is here. Yeah. So all he can do is them to have two strikers. But all he can do during this time. No, is but they. I mean, there's there's a good benefit to having uh, mm. two strikers. Yeah, Oli can learn from Danny Ings. That's actually. what I was about to say. He must sit down and learn. It's just a yeah. season. Ings is above 30. He's not going to be there for much longer. Yeah. You sit down, buckle down, and realize that he's still got work to do. Because mm-hmm. what? He must be, what, 23, 24, Oli Watkins? Mm-hmm. If yeah, he's 26, then I'll, so be, I'll be shocked. Mm-hmm. And obviously, uh, transfers out is greylish. Yeah. I'm not going to touch on Brentford. Uh, I'm sorry if you're a Brentford fan. <laughs> it's cool. I'm not going to touch on Brighton as well. Uh, Besides Persita, yes, Persita left. You guys have lost the privilege. Yeah, I guess we can. We, <laughs> we're not touching it. He left. <laughs> yeah, he, not, he, he leaves the club. We don't. <laughs> we're not going to touch on Burnley as well. Uh, no, besides the one black besides player, Maxwell Cornet. Uh-huh. Mm. Now that's an that's an exciting player to have. He's he's from Leon. He's had decent. Uh, you know what's going to happen? He's going to have two good seasons at Burnley, man. Mm. That guy's price tag is gonna jump up to sixty million. Yeah, the top four clubs are gonna be biting themselves, saying, "Why didn't we sign him at 15? Mm. No, but you know, some most of the times with these, uh, with these clubs, like a Leon, for example, I'm sure someone came knocking on uh, for Max Cornet. If a big club comes and knocks, you always try call big numbers. 100%. For him to go to Burnley means they had no choice. 100%. It means Burnley just came after everyone left. And then they just said, ah, bro, you need to get rid of this guy. But I think, you know what happened with Leon? I think what happened is, uh, remember last season, they tried to stiff arm Arsenal for Hasim uh, Awa. Yeah. They were like crazy money and Arsenal were like, we're not paying that. Mm. And now nobody wants him, dog, because, and now they're in financial distress, like they know, and they're like, Cubs are just on some, we'll wait for you up until you desperate, desperate. Oh, exactly. I will get this guy for five mil when you need that money. That's when exactly last season, they could have sold him for what, like 40? They can't even sell him at half the price this mm. season. Memphis left on a free. That was one yeah. of their biggest players. Yeah. This is... It's not a... It's going to become a common thing for them. Because I remember the chairman with that big dick energy on interviews. No, mm. you only leave it out price. Exactly. <laughs> they can't even sell him for 10. Ah. They were coming asking, big saying, hey, bro. But it's fine. Guys will just outweigh you. Mm. Um, I think let's touch on Chelsea. Uh, they made some interesting signings. Uh I think, uh, the, obviously, we know Romelu Lukaku, 97 million. And Saul uh, from Atletico came there on a loan. How do you gents feel about that Saul edition? That lady does good business, man. Mm. Yeah. Uh, she does good business, man. <laughs> like, Rana Sky, uh, yeah, I forget her name, but she does good business. <laughs> That's mm. all I can say. <laughs> like, it's one of those signings. I think they have the option to buy if he plays well. Like, mm. <laughs> if he goes in there and he improves the Chelsea defense, that's already yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> We're asking for a lot next season. Uh, as I said, I'm still with Lukaku. I'm still, I know he scored against Arsenal. Probably his first top six team, but Arsenal's no longer top six team because we're 20th on the lock. Mm. You know? So, I'll see how he goes. I want to see him play. How did he, he played against Liverpool, né? did he score? No. He didn't score. I remember they went to 10 men. 
in the first half. In the first half. Yeah, there's no excuses here. He didn't score, he didn't score. Mm. Uh, I'll see how he plays against Man United. If he can't score against the former club, then he's done for. Yeah. He's done for. No, and then obviously we know Chelsea being Chelsea, the the lone page is just long. I'm not going to get into that. Yeah. Um, Crystal Palace, guys, I'm not going to get into that as well. I just look. There's just one signing that uh, I that actually caught my eye. It's the... Uh, what? Erdsen Edouard. I think he used to play for Celtic. He's a explosive young winger. And obviously, uh, Conor Gallagher. Mm. That's also a nice loan move from Chelsea. Uh, but other than that... It's just contract expired, contract expired. Yeah, those those signings are replacing a whole bunch of thing players they lost. Mm. So, I, I I'm also not really too familiar with the names. It's also like let's see how it plays out. Mm-hmm. Everton didn't really have a busy window. It was just Andros Townsend who came in. Uh, Damari Gray look good addition. Um, and Solomon Rondon came for free. Interesting. Mm. Uh, that's a throwback. Yeah. Uh, for 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 the the fantasy players, yeah, big man. Uh, you should wingers who are going to just get beyond and put the ball in the box. Mm. There's Calvert Lewin who jumps high. There's Richarlison who I mean, lovely at second balls. If this is true, if uh, Damari Gray came from Bayer Leverkusen mm. and was signed for one point six million, mm. that's ridiculous. As a player who's in, he's uh, in the nominees for Player of the Month. So, yeah, but you know the, the play of the month. That's also something I want to get into yeah. because that that was completely rubbish. I'm sorry. Didn't Bruno win it mm, this month? It's not even no for August. No, Just Bruno's not even nominated. Oh, what? It's Mikel Antonio, Eric Dyer, uh, Damari Gray, uh, Mason Greenwood, and there's some there's someone else. Must be Pogba then. Nope. Nope. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's someone else. But that, that list looked outright ridiculous. Sure. Did I just hear English names over there, dog? Yeah. Racismo. Uh, who else, man? There was someone else who's there. I'll remember the names. But yeah. a lot of people complained because they said this was not a reflection of, you know, the performances. Uh, yeah, but we move on. Uh, Leeds. I know your boy uh, James is there. Yeah. Uh, he's the the latest additions to the signings. Uh, not gonna really touch on anyone else. No one really gets my catches my eye. Uh, for Leicester, the last minute signing was uh, Lookman. He came in on loan uh, from Leipzig. Uh, should I touch on any other other names? Vista got D- from D- Ducker and Bertrand. Yeah, no, Patson Daka, he's a he's a good player. Uh, he hasn't played that much though. Uh, for Leicester, he has he's had a couple of games as a you know as a substitute. Yeah, uh, it should be interesting because he's he was very good for 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 Salzburg. Yeah, can I say though for Leicester, right? These are decent signings, mm. but literally everyone that finished the season above them got stronger. Mm. That's a Liverpool too. Liverpool too. No, that's the so thing. That, that's why I'm like. If this does look like a step forward, but they might finish even lower. Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna look. Well, they they bought in Vestergaard from Southampton. Decent, oh, that's a good sign. decent signing from the uh, what's his name from the centre back point of view. Mm. Patson Daka, decent player. Ryan Bertrand, that's just a you know solid we, left back. Who, who was their left back actually? 
Christian Fuchs, uh, his contract uh, expired. Sure, was he still playing last year? Yeah, yeah they, he they played. I see Wes, Wes Morgan out. Yeah, they didn't replace Chilwell. Remember, James Justin was a, a player of theirs. Sure. Still battling sure. with injury. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it should be very interesting to see how Leicester competes, I think. Mm. 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 I, I, I still think they're top six. I still think they're top six. But, like I say, I think the just the way the team's above them strengthened. Mm. If, if they do what they did last season, it's a good season for me. No, fair point. And Liverpool had some decent... Uh, well, centre back uh, they've got Konate. I think that's the only player. Mm. But losses for me are the highlights. The Jorginho, Wijnaldum, Shakiri, yeah. Harry Harry Wilson. No one really cares. <laughs> they've lost a lot of guys. Where did uh, Harry Wilson go to? Uh, Fulham. Okay. Yeah. Uncle Curtis. He's <laughs> oh, another team that's going to get relegated this yes. season. Oh, sure. Just keep going down. Uncle Curtis, how do you feel about uh, Liverpool's additions? I.e., just one signing. Uh, we'll see how it goes, man. Like, um, how do I look at money? Might be need to be replaced at Liverpool. I mm. know it's a hectic thing to say, but things are not changing over there. But you're saying money before Salah. You've been more critical about Salah. Yeah, but Salah's still selfish, but he's scoring. I'm not oh, going to get sure. rid of the goal scorer okay. mm. unless you're going to bring another. And I don't see Chelsea, Liverpool, as spending big money on a player. Mm. Like you know that pipe dream of Mbappe, Mbappe. Mm. Yeah, those guys were high of myth, every single oh, one of them. So, you know, if it was going to be Mbappe, then I would keep Mane. Mm. Yeah? If not, you're going to go look for another semi-proven striker, yeah? then I would keep Salah because you'll keep on scoring goals. Yeah. Mm. Um, midfield is going to need changing very soon. Mm. I think a year or two from now, we're going to be looking at a Liverpool rebuild again. Uh, so, my thing is, next season's transfer windows, I'm going to see what Liverpool's going to do because... I look at that team and it's cool. It's still purring now, but like, besides a couple of the youth academy players, I don't see anybody that's popping up into that team. Chamberlain hasn't done anything for them. Mm. Kater's on and off. Uh, does play, but he's always Ooh, injury. Speaking of Kater, and now he's uh, stuck in the country. Yes, <laughs> there was a military coup in uh, in Guinea. In Guinea. I, I, I just saw a headline. Mm. Yes, so they they they're trying to well take him out safely. So yeah. Uh, all the best to him. Hopefully, all the best to the the country of Guinea because you know we don't we don't know what uh, what what's going on necessarily in the country, but we hope it does get solved in a peaceful manner. Uh, that's all we can hope for, really. So even look, how much how long much longer can Salah do it for? I don't know, man. I I think I think five easy. Four. But how many how many players besides Messi and them can have done it for that long? I can't think of many players that have done it for that long besides me. True, true, true. So true. even when we say no, five, yeah, it could I mean, be a stretch. That's the comparison, everyone else falls short. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm trying to get is like, it couldn't be five. It could be maybe two or three. Because Possibly. most players, when they have a good career, you see them having six good years. Mm. We're looking at three, four seasons of Salah being good. Yeah. Now okay. It could be coming towards the end. And we're not going to compare him to the superhumans on that side over there. Mm. Because what they're doing does not make sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I say. But I think a decent window for for Liverpool. To me, that was really the only gap. I I, I didn't really look at L- Liverpool and say they needed a midfielder or they needed a striker. No, no, no. I wasn't. 
my face wasn't because of oh. that. I just remembered now. Sergio Aguero is at Barca. Mm. Right. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> no, because I was like, what? Sergio? And I'm like, then I remembered, oh, that's where he claimed that injury <laughs> when Messi left. But you know the thing, man, with these transfer things, uh, you're saying that's the only gap that they had to plug, but you want to plug the gap before it actually becomes a gap. Like, mm. they tried with Minimal to get another strike. It wasn't mm. working. Jota one worked out okay. Mm-hmm. He just has to stay fit, but like they have to replace one of those three very soon. And then shout out to Gabby at Bongo who thinks he's a better striker than Firmino. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> the disrespect. I saw that. He said he, he, I think he was talking about strike rate. He has a strike better strike rate. He says he's got a better strike rate than Firmino. And then people pulled out files and they were like, man, he's six gate, six goals behind you with 100 less games. <laughs> I would pipe down. I would pipe. And he's got more assists. So you can't even say team play. But it's why, terrible. Would, why would he say that? I'm like, remember, <laughs> probably trying to claim his respect. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know what to say about Dude, that. Dude, like, man. he was a B grade Wilcott, even. He might be a Villa legend. Then the standards are low. Yeah, I... exactly. <laughs> They've been up and down. <laughs> then the standards are low. Nah, dog, I'd even say Graylish has a better reputation than that guy. No, hundreds. Mm. Hundreds. Mm. But speaking of Graylish, uh, Manchester City, uh, I think that was the only signing they really made. Uh, the Graylish signing, but mm. got rid of a lot of, uh, well, the youth system, I guess. Mm. Uh, and Aguero, Garcia. Aguero and Garcia went on a free. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I think uh, Garcia said he was going back to Barca a long time ago. No, no, because they tried to sign him uh, as a as a centre-back option. Uh, re-sign him again mm-hmm. yeah. but then he was like nah bro you guys just signed Bruno like what oh, do you want with me oh in DS oh, okay. yes okay. so he kind of said I'll just but this is uh, two seasons ago basically when they yeah. were asking him to renew and he's like dude I'm Look, just gonna he, he run it out it was kind of simple like I've been here for years you haven't played me yeah I'm, I'm buying <laughs> let me go I'm loved <laughs> fair point fair, fair point, point. Uh, let's move on to Manchester United uh yeah, Jaden Sancho, you got 73 million. Rafael Varane, 41 million. They were saying it was 25 million. Remember that? Who was that? Uh, the media reports at first said it was 25 million. Yes. Oh, yeah. Remember when we were having this conversation and you're like, we, we you were saying that we're living in a transfer that doesn't make sense. That oh, one costs 50 yeah. and then the other one yeah. costs 25. Now the costs are coming out. He's yeah. now 40. Okay. Uh, Juventus. Uh, I, I remember hearing something that this they're saying 12 million on this side. It's not 12 million on Sky Sports because I think it's like 25. They're saying they're going to do like payments. You guys, on, you're going to uh, pay on, yeah, like five, you're going to pay them off over five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously, his, 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 his thing's not bad. His, uh, his weekly wages. So I'll give, I'll give you guys that. No, he's, not the, he's, he's coming in as a top player, top paid in the league. No, he's, isn't he a 400? Yeah, that uh, makes him the top paid. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> sure. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's not that's, bad. Don't, you think, you he, think he there's no bonuses the, there? You think yeah. there's no bonuses? I think it's 400 uh, guaranteed. Oh, okay. So you think there's bonuses is where he kills it? <laughs> okay. Nah, fair point. You think he's going to take 400 when Messi's on the mill, boy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that uh, man has some hectic bonuses. I don't really have to ask you, but I'll ask you anyways. How do you feel about this transfer uh, period? It, it's a good window. It's a good window. Um, at the end of the look, look, people always still try to um, obviously say midfield is still our issue. It mm. probably still is. But at the end of the day, 
Um, right wing has been an issue for United. Just getting a winger that just goes the other way and looks to <laughs> looks for the assist. Mm. All, all the ones we have look for the goal, but he's 21. Uh, I don't even really expect much from him this season. Varane, Varane is the best signing on that list. I know it has Ronaldo too, but Varane is the best signing on that list. Um, proper, proper footballer. Um, good defender. Ronaldo, Ronaldo is Ronaldo. So this is a transfer window that means the expectations go up. It's a good window. The expectations mm. go up. Interesting. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about that Ronaldo signing. Eh? Hmm? I'm not sure how I feel about it. I don't think it was needed. To tell you the truth. Uh, and I wonder whose game time he's going to take. So, last season's top scorer. Who's last season's? Oh, it's obviously Bruno. It was Bruno. Sorry. But outside of Bruno, then it's Cavani with 17. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cavani 37, who didn't play all the games. Mm. Whoever plays Ronaldo takes, you were not performing, Martial. <laughs> yeah, but Martial wasn't playing either. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? Like, Sharp, let's saying. forget about Martial. Mm. Nah, cool. But then that might impact Greenwood or... It's going to impact... It's Greenwood right now, or it's, Sancho? It's re- no, right now it's going to impact Rashford and Martial. So you think... Rashford, Rashford on the left wing, his issues Pogba, not Ronaldo. Ooh. Uh, you never know. Pogba mm. could leave to PSG. Yeah. Green, Greenwood can play up front, so it'll give him less opportunities up front. But Greenwood's 19. You can have another season on the way. Yeah, <laughs> you can yeah, have another season. But I think that, that was just a, yeah. a signing out of uh, to make sure he doesn't go to City. Yeah, I think you guys knew if like he, if Ronaldo went, if to he was City, going to any other club, you would, you would be giving City the title. Yeah, I I agree with you that, but because it's a quality player, so mm-hmm. yes, there, there's what you could have lost, but what you gain on the pitch. Hence, I'm saying our strikers last year, 37 year old or 30 whatever year, 34 year old. Scored 17 goals, didn't play in all the games. You saw him coming in at halftime, scoring two. Mm. I think you're, dis- you, you're disrespecting uh, Rashford. I think, didn't you say he was having a good season? He, he was. Rashford's yes. a left winger. I'm talking to the number nines. Mm. Hence, I'm saying Ronaldo's oh, okay. not Rashford's issue. Pogba, that's where your position might, might get taken. All right. No, mm. fair point. Mm. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Because I think I'll leave uh, the United chat. Uh, then Newcastle, obviously, it's uh, Joe Willock from Arsenal coming in. A lot of contract expiries. I'm not going to talk about Norwich. Sorry, Norwich fans. Um, okay. Southampton. Bookie State hmm? <laughs> for that. No, I'm joking. Oh, yes. Southampton, yeah. <laughs> Southampton, nothing interesting really happened. It's just what? Theo Walcott. Uh, nothing really. It's just... Yeah, the, the outgoings is, some is, years. is probably... The more the highlight. Yeah, I think they're outgoings. They lost a lot of players. Guys were just hanging on, actually. I think there might be something wrong at Southampton, eh? Uh, well, they've they've relied on young talent for long. Yeah, but like, they just completely dismantled that team now. No, it's dismantled, but... Compared to the way they were playing, they were on and off last season. It's a risk. I think they might be a relegation contender. We've said that about them for like the last four years I think no, I've never said that about them before okay for me I've thought about it for the, for the last three years mm. every time they lose big players I mm. always think bruh like no, but and they never sh- they never get big name guys they always just get someone yeah but you see what I'm trying what I'm trying to say is man, they've just been losing big name player after big name player after big name player with nobody stepping up mm. nah, you know point. like uh, Mane and then left at least they signed Ings mm. from Liverpool 
But like, when's the last time Southampton made a signing? Of note. Or even just a decent sign where you're like, oh, there's going to be progress. But now yeah. I'm looking, they might be relegation contenders this season. Yeah. But but I hear what Mr. What Potion is saying. Like before those players like made their name in the team, they came. They were unknowns. I mean, Tadic. Mm. Who, the, who the hell Tadic was before that? You know? Yeah, fair point. Graziano Pele. Like, to tell you the truth, I watched. I watched this. What's his name? I watched the Southampton game. And there's this new right back who actually it really impressed me. This Tino Livramento. Mm. He's very skilled to a point where uh, Kyle Walker-Peters is now playing on the left side. He's, he's oh, a Chelsea. Real? Yes. He's a Chelsea gra- Academy graduate. Mm. Very skilled player. So that's why I say like Southampton have never really relied on, uh, you know, getting mm-hmm. a big player uh, coming into the team. It's only someone... They always like relying on their youngsters to to try do something. Yeah. The only thing for me, oh no, they signed Brandon Armstrong as well. I don't know why he's not here. He's a well, he's a, a, a championship striker. Yeah, yeah, he's doing okay. Yeah, he looked okay in the first game. Yeah, so. okay. So that's that's all I can literally uh, pinpoint it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what? I think we'll maybe just take a break a little bit, uh, gather ourselves up a bit. And then we'll wrap up with, uh, you know, these last bits of teams and maybe just go on a random tangent. But yeah, uh, thanks for watching the episode. Make sure to like, share, comment, subscribe, all that stuff. And yeah, catch you guys in part two or yeah, bye. (laughs) Sure. Hello, hello. And sorry. Hello, hello. And welcome guys to another episode of nothing but football. Uh, the voice cracked there a little bit. I had to, you know, massage my instrument. Just scream, Donda. No pun intended. Donda. 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 How did you find that album, by the way? Yeah. Like, it's okay. It's okay. Are it's not s- the best album of the year. Are you a lover boy or a Donda man? Uh, lover boy was better than Donda for me, but still. Hectic. Like. Okay. Hectic. Um, Still, like, as regards to albums this year, they're both trying to get into the top, I don't know, five, top ten, maybe. Even. I know this guy's a Man United fan. Mm. They, they cling on to glory days. Like, <laughs> like Drake fans are clinging on to his glory days. I only listen to one song on that album. On which one? CLB? Yeah, one. Interesting. And then you already say it's better than Donda. No, I'm not saying it's better. Oh. I'm saying Donda's better. You listen to one song on Drake's album, I tried to and you said Donda's better. I, I tried to listen to everything else. I only, only one song made me go, oh, let me stop. Oh, sure. And okay. songs made you do that on Donda? Mm. A couple. Jail. Yeah. A couple other songs. Yeah, like three out of 27. <laughs> one out of 23. <laughs> I haven't really listened to any of them, but uh, I'll take your, your, your inputs into heart and uh, move on from there. Uh, but yeah... Um, Welcome to another episode of Nothing But Football. Sorry about that random tangent. It was it was on the mind. Can't let things on the mind not come out. Uh, you got to release. Uh, but yeah, um, if you didn't watch part one, we're kind of looking at the signings, the overall signings in depth, and then uh, deciding whether these are going to be good uh, transfers. And what transfers are, you know, yeah. If they're going to be good transfers. Now we move on to Tottenham. Uh, Tottenham actually, they signed, looks like they had a, a decent signing. They had a Christian Romero uh, from Atalanta, centre-back. Uh, Brian Gill from Sevilla. Um, it was 
exchange, Eric Lamella plus 21.6 oh, million. Yeah. Uh, then on the final day, I think it was Emerson Royale from Barcelona, undisclosed. Barcelona really be broke boys out here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who this Pape Matasa is, guy, from Mets. But yeah, looking at those, and I guess Tottenham keeping Harry Kane. How would you look at this transfer window for, for Tottenham? They've Decent got... signings. Mm. I, I think R- R- Romero's a good centre-back. Mm. Uh, Emerson Royale has potential. Mm. But it's it's sort of plugging holes, right? Emerson Royale is because, um, what's his name, Serge Aurier was hit and miss. Yeah. Um, Romero sort of had to come in because Tottenham's defence was old for long. I mean, Aldivero, Vatonga and whatever, those guys got, got quite old. So... Good signings, but I mean, to me, it doesn't bring the team forward. Mm. Like, it restores things that you needed to restore. Yeah, I'm also thinking something similar, but I shall explain it to you. Uncle Curtis. They signed a bad boy in Romero, dog, who doesn't listen to his club and just goes to play for Argentina when they told him not to. Mm. That's a man right there. <laughs> him, he just, he just him Martinez Nuno. and uh, Giovanni Lesalso. Oh, yeah. yes. I heard about that incident no, yeah. where Brazilian uh, officials came to detain them on the field. Just that kickoff. Mm. Mm, so, yeah. I don't know what you say about those guys, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, man. I look at these signings, I think, from an Emerson Royale point of view. Mm. I, I haven't seen much of him. Uh, I I think he was one of our targets, our transfer targets during the window. Um, I haven't really seen much of him, but I, I I believe that from a Tottenham point of view, they don't need this guy. He didn't do anything at Barca either. Or is out. Or I think can mutual consent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they terminated his contract. I don't know why. But from an Ori- from an Aurier point of view, I don't know. You'd assume. Can't oh yeah, fair <laughs> point. No, he really can't. He he really can't. But then uh, they still have Doherty, who they signed for what was it a forty or fifty million? Mm, you you you've hardly tried him out. You've you've resorted to Tanganga now, mm. which is uh, very worrying from a Tottenham point of view in terms of money when you've got uh, you know big signings like that on the bench. Uh, but yeah, I guess we'll we'll have to see if Emerson Royal does a good job. I know he was at Batiste. If he does a good job, then uh, then good for them. But Batiste actually this worked out for them. You you know you sell a player, and then he moves to another team. You they're probably gonna get a nice uh, what's it called a nice signing bonus, and they get Bellerin. Mm. So good for them. But yeah, Brian Jill, for me, I think he'll be very interesting. But I see him struggling from... A, he's, he's, he's quite small. Mm. And not small like, you know, there's small players in the league that have a low center of gravity. Yeah, yeah. But he's, he's more of a flair player. I've watched, I watched him play during the Olympics. You know, in the Olympic setting, it worked out nicely for him. But I wonder what's going to happen. Uh, from a pre- Premier League point of view, yeah, Premier League is rough, boy. Yes, when you've got <laughs> you've got Mike Dean trying to say no, it's not a foul. Welcome to Premier League. Uh-huh. Yeah, but yeah, I think that wraps up the Tottenham performances. Uh, Watford don't really think we're going to talk about them much. They've made yeah, a lot going of, down again. 
Uh, it might be. I have feelings of that as well. Uh, West Ham didn't really make any uh, signings other than Nikola Vlasic, who's from Mos- Moscow, uh, CSK Moscow. I remember he used to play for, for Everton at some point. Uh, he's a winger. Yeah, he's a winger. No, I don't know. He was him. a decent player. Uh, but I don't know why Everton sold him. Everton, I think Everton wanted a right now player, so they 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 offered to sell him. Uh, but from a West Ham point of view, them being tight, uh, well, challenging for the title. How do you look at this? Challenging re- for the title, uh, Brad. They tied number one, aren't they? Oh, okay, okay. So, hmm. but Look, it's 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 David Moyes in the transfer window, so you know he'll 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 pull out that you've never heard of this player and he becomes a decent Premier League player. Hmm. Um, but again, the teams above them did so much. Hmm. So you wonder hmm. what's going to happen to this. Stop, you know, any team that has Mikel Antonio leading their front line is not going to win a Premier League title. They might challenge, but they will not win it. I hate to agree with you. You even think they can challenge for the title? I'm saying for a good half of the season. I hate to agree with you, but Mikhail Antonio has done this year in and year out. He he peaks and then he disappears. And it's nothing against the player, but he's just not next level. I'm happy for the guy from a point of view where now they, you know, West Ham has outright come and said, dude, you are number one. But... Guys, random question. Who's a bigger club between Tottenham and... uh, uh, West Ham. Ooh, that's a difficult one. I actually, I'm trying to be objective. One team has a movie, so. Hmm, it's a hard one. I don't know how Spurs gets. In, keep... in in my time watching football, Spurs. In your time watching football, yeah. but so that's, overall, that's like 2000, 2001. But overall, yeah. From a history point of view, you look at West Ham as being the one with a richer history. But I agree with you, Lucas. As in, like, Tottenham have had some exciting players in the Premier League. In the Premier League era, they've had some exciting players. So have West Ham. West Ham has got Paulo Deconio. Yeah. They haven't seen the Champions League. Uh, Tottenham has seen the Champions League multiple times. Yeah, shame. Let's not... No, I just wanted to check it, but... And they have a trophy. Let's not... Let's not disrespect uh, what's it called. Let's not disrespect Tottenham. <laughs> they are the bigger club. Nah, they're not. Then West Ham. Nah, West Ham just has a movie, bro. That's it. Green Street Hooligans. Yeah. West Ham has got a World Cup winning squad. What? The 1966 squad was composed of West Ham players. Ah. Oh. I mean, a couple, like three, four. Okay, interesting. Yeah, that World Cup was robbed. They cheat. They, but they you run see, by cheating. That's why I said, if you look at it from a from a history point of view, I'll probably agree and say West Ham. But Premier League era. What's their history? Hmm? Their history is the players wore another shirt and did something. No, they, they have a rich history. They're a more, hmm. I'd probably say more respected club. Tottenham has been a butt of the jokes for a while. It doesn't help that they're in the same city as, uh, as Arsenal. But from a history point of view, I'd I'd have to say that like West Ham seems a little bit more appealing. Okay. Premier League era, Tottenham, hands okay. down, hands down. But yeah, but that was a that was a very uh, insightful question. You had to make me think. Uh, then Wolves, actually, funny enough, I find these signings to be interesting because they got Francisco Trincao from Barcelona, who actually impressed me against you guys. Yeah. 
he's 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 a talent. He doesn't. The shot might not be the shame. The the one Bisaka uh, clearance off the line maybe did, but he seems like a decent one. Mm. Uh, the goalkeeper that they got to replace uh, uh, Rue Patricio, uh, no Jose Sa, decent goalkeeper. Uh, I watched him. I've watched him actually uh, playing. But yeah, other than that, there aren't really many other signings. There's a He Chang Wang that they got from uh, Leipzig. Uh, I don't know what position he plays. I wouldn't lie to you. But yeah, it looks like they're trying to, you know, build, I guess, with the loss of manager. And uh, yeah, I guess it was just the manager, still the same team. Yeah. Yeah. And still those trigger-happy owners, so... Yeah, no, I, I, I see, I see Wolves being a an interesting uh, contender. Do you say contender for what? For, I don't know. If like they survival. Top, if they finish top half of the table, I'll be shocked. Mm. Or a thorn on the side of the big teams. Oh yeah, yeah they of course they were. They already proved that against Man United. Mm. Mm. You can do that. Yeah. I think they might struggle against the smaller sides. So. True. True. Mm. Because Trincao and, and whatever were running spaces against United because we were giving them space. I mean, United's yeah. wingers stay up the pitch. Mm. <laughs> That's not happening against Burnley. <laughs> no, man. Uh, but since we've wrapped up there, let's... Uh, I guess let's, let's talk about the, 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 the ones who won't make it. Uh, okay, I take that back. Tottenham are the bigger club. They got way more trophies. Oh, did you, did you actually look it up? Uh, oh, okay. So 24 versus 5. Oh, not even a rich history from West Ham. So I was swayed by the movie. West Ham history comes from the academy. Mm. Oh, I, I think their nickname is the academy or something of football or whatever like that. Mm. So West Ham's history comes from a lot of big players in England or whatever coming through the academy. Rather than really doing anything at West Ham. Mm. They had Dikani, yes, but they signed him from Celtic. Like, did they sign him from Celtic? No, yeah, he played for Celtic. Like, yeah. guy was good, but he was good at West Ham. <laughs> he wasn't really noteworthy before. Oh, mm. you know what I'm saying? No, man, I just thought we'd also touch on, well, I won't say fallen soldiers because we don't really consider, consider them as soldiers. We consider them as, uh, you know, the scumbags of societies. Allegedly, allegedly, I'll say that for now since he's not he's not convicted yet but he has been charged and he's in jail right now and a friend has been charged as well yes he's got a friend involved in his little things benjamin mendy uh i just saw a title here and in con- football's inconvenient truth that's such a uh a distasteful highlight that's why i hate these uh journalists saying rape is an inconvenient truth like that's just but yeah basically it looks like they're following through with the charges one guy i haven't heard about is gilfie sigurdsson uh this case has minors i'm sure yes. those stories are gonna take are not gonna come out that easily because mm. i think they said with him it was more texts and he hadn't acted oh mm. so that's what okay okay he might throw his brother under the bus like r kelly did the first time around it wasn't me. It was my brother. <laughs> so I'm just trying to see what they're saying. Over child sex offenses. Okay, so it is sex offenses. But sex offenses could be sexually activated text as well. So they suspended him. 
For how long though is the question? Has it's probably definite pending the outcome. He's not gonna come back from this. Yeah, he yeah, he won't, but you can't necessarily cancel his contract because you need to give him his day in court. Mm. Oh, he's also he's on bail. It's a shame. I won't I won't go on my race conspiracies, but uh you know. It seems as though one guy is being treated fa- uh, better than the other. I, they're both criminals. You're not going to try to do yeah, that. Mandy, Mandy rode his luck too much, dog. Three times. Yeah. Actually, Three maybe, times. maybe that's what it is. Mm. Mm. But what is it with... <sighs> Three times I told you, yeah, you're on bail, and you decided to go break the law again, uh, my boy. Because you I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to try and understand the mind of a footballer. I think let's just leave it there because this 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 conversation can end up being very uh, controversial. Yeah. About the, the power t- corrupts. That's where I'll leave it. Power corrupts. Mm. Okay. Well, are you gonna suggest that what, dude? He's a football player. He can literally go and just. I don't know. Go to a supermodel, or does he? Is it something of not wanting someone tainted? I'm trying to understand. Power corrupts. When when everybody says yes to you, you're gonna start doing things that. Gives you a rush, but it's the, fine. The the footballer part, I don't know how much that plays into it because I think if you're a shit person and you get money, you're still going to be a shit person. Yeah, fair point. So the money probably highlights the it. Money probably makes it easier. I've suspected him for long with that blonde hair. I won't lie. <laughs> what kind of? How old is this guy? Let me actually check. Uh, what kind? Is kind of man? Twenty eight or something. But you get what I'm saying? It's paragraphs because like it's. You know, we we all think we're good people up until we get a, few, a couple million in our pocket. Mm. Have you ever met a good rich person? I guess you. What Bill Gates would classify him, himself as a good man. The friends, with, the man who's friends with Jeffrey Epstein. Yes, of course he 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 visited Pervert Island. You see, but you know what I'm saying. Have, if you can name me one rich person who's a good person, I'll be shocked. I'll never speak on anyone's behalf to tell you the truth. Like our favorite rappers out here sold crack to his mom and stabbed his brother over his, his kilo of, 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 of cocaine. So that's why I say power corrupts. People like to think that they're good, but not good people. But that's a conversation for another day. Yeah, on Chris's podcast that will be launching soon. <laughs> the 10 types of you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd, like I'd look at this like from a bad boys, uh, football bad boys. Like let's just look like in fact, you know what I think are good people in football? The players who are always in scandals. Jack Grealish is a good man. Because he's always caught up in scandals. He's not doing funny things. Because his name is always in the media. Meaning he's, he's due. a great person. Yes, yeah. he is. He's a great person. Because his business is out there. But the guys that are quiet, background, goody boy two shoes, Michael Owen. <laughs> what? No, come on, man. You can't tell me. Uh, Graylish, I agree with you. But please take Rooney Rooney out of this. Uh... No, I'm saying. No, I'm, I'm not saying why, great. Why, why would Rooney not fall in good guy category? Because he paid for hookers. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I'm trying to say, Potion, I'm not saying like the great people overall. Well, man. I guess he's but not. He, he never portrayed himself as a model citizen. Mm. So maybe that's where you. That's can... what I'm trying to get at. The ones who are just out there about their business and go on as normal. Those guys are not doing what uh, Benjamin mm. Mendy and them are doing. Benjamin Mendy was too happy, dog. Smiling everywhere, winning trophies after playing only ten games a season. Mm. But yeah, nah. And the the final horrible crimes, like prayers of the victims. Yes, uh, yeah, no horrible crimes. Uh, I think the last thing that I'd actually like to touch on 
which actually happened during the international break. Um, I don't He's know if you... Ronaldo. No, besides okay. that guy. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys had, had actually uh, paid attention uh, to the media. England was playing against Hungary. And it seemed as though there was word that, hey, listen, guys, there's going to be some racial tension. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there was a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if you watched the game, you saw that Raheem Sterling got abused. They were making ape, ape gestures and all that stuff. Uh, basically, every time a black player touched the ball, uh, you know, there was some sort of reaction. Even though they, they, the excuses that were used were saying, no, we were jeering the, the English players in general. But the jeers got a little bit, got a little bit louder uh, when the blacks touched the ball. Um, I, I think, let me ask you guys this question. Because apparently Hungary is not, is, is cur- was currently under investigation for another racist incident. They have a ban. Yeah? They have a ban. Yes. It's just because this was a different competition. Yes. The ban is for whatever else they were I think it for. might have been for Euros. Yeah. It's like if you get a ban in the in the Premier League, you can still... Yeah. You can still you can go still, to Champions League. Yeah. Or it's a different comp. You yeah. know what they need to do, Doc? They need to start taking away uh, info World Cup places from European teams to teach them not to do racism mm. and give it to the largest continent. Like we only, Africa, there's 54 countries here. We only got five slots. Mm. Europe has got like what, 36 countries with like 18 slots. These guys yeah. are mad. Mm. No, 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 no. Like we must just just giving it to, to the blacks to decide. It will teach the, 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 the racists to keep quiet. Mm. That's a fair point. Uh, like if every time a country that qualifies for the World Cup gets accused of racism, they must just go give that slot to a black team in Africa. I think that could work. Uncle Lokosa, how do you feel about that? Uh, looking at this, thinking that, you know, it seems as though clearly these guys are not learning yeah. uh, anything from, from their suspensions and whatnot. The FA is not really doing much. What What would you suggest? Yeah, so so it's it's a weird one. I mean, because I mean, we've been at this point so many times. You mm. know what I mean? Like, those England players, how many diff- those black England players, how many different stadiums have they been? <laughs> have they gotten this in? Exactly. You know what I mean. So it's it's at, at some point, like honestly, like um, I think the Hungary FA or whatever came, like basically tried to fight back to pretend it didn't happen, and they're like, mm. "Oh, you guys in your country, it's okay if you guys boo them when they're taking the knee, but if we say some shit." Mm then, like, what's the difference? Yeah. So they were, they were taking it at that angle, obviously. Mm. Um, but... No, because the, the funny thing is, it looked like... I was laughing from a point, because I was like, it looked like Sky Sports were prepared for this. They literally released a segment where there was a camera guy who was fan-watching. He was watching fans to see guys. They, mm. they caught them doing a lot of things. They caught one guy red-handed doing the ape chants. Wow. Uh, they were there basically trying to catch the audios of, uh, you know, every time a black player had the ball, mm. they, they were there, like, trying to catch the audio. Yeah. And then, obviously, you know, catching random stuff from the fans, you know, fans yeah. just being... highlighted. Yes. Those but credit to the black guys, I won't lie to you. I was watching that game. It looked like those guys owned it. They owned it. 
As in, like, they did not care. As in, like, bro, you, you're going to get these hands anyways. <laughs> can, can, can I ask a random question? Because it always irritates me whenever this comes up. Mm. But, but you know, in the aftermath of these things, they're always like, the player should have walked off the pitch. Yeah. I'm always like, why the hell does that have do to you, be my decision? Do you know? There is a whole organizer. There's... Do you know <laughs> what, what actually pissed me off? Uh, maybe maybe he might have been misquoted. Security. I don't know. But all I heard, I heard they asked, uh, what's his name? They asked uh, Southgate yeah. about, you know, the incident. And guess what he said? He's like, maybe the, maybe the boy shouldn't have celebrated in front of the fans. That was his They're White thing. people, white people in the game. Yes. But from the player's point of view, I saw a lot of the players, like, you know, Declan Rice owning it. Mm. You know, when they were throwing the cans, he just took mm. a sip. Like, yeah, mm. now you're going to get this beating. Yeah, but I also feel that way, dog. I'll, I'll go score a hat-trick, dog. Yeah, so mm. like it, there was some then sort I, of like I, solidarity yeah. amongst the players where, mm. where, you know, if something happened, they'd be like, nah, hold black play and say, nah, dog, don't worry. Like, this, but yeah. from the coach, it was it was different. Yeah. I guess that's... But, but is that something you guys want to see? As in nah, that not the scenario, players. and then the players must walk off the pitch. No, no, um, no never the players' responsibility, because then they'll, they'll turn around and say they shouldn't have walked off. To tell you the truth, this is what I was thinking. This is a World Cup qualifier. Hungary knows that they like they need to if they pull out the stops and get this game postponed, they could get a draw or something of the sort. Mm. So they're doing this because they know if the players walked off, we don't know what uh, what FIFA was gonna do. Yeah, FIFA's a is a, is a, People will turn around and give the three points to yes. Hungary. They'll give it to Hungary and say you should have never walked, walked off. Yeah, but 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 I mean, even like like there was a, there was a similar incident. I remember it was the game when Tyrone Mings made his England debut, mm. and also race, racist stuff happened. And also after the game, that was a conversation. And some of the players were even saying like, "Hold on, it's Tyrone Mings's debut. Do you think he wants to walk off and have this game called exactly. off?" Exactly. Like, why must he suffer for yes, them? Yes, you don't want to be that guy. Then next thing you get dropped, you don't come back, make There's your... so many England players mm. on one cap and whatever. Even Mandas family just yes. give you one cap. Ah, you suck, tech. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It might be only short. You never know. Mm. Nah, but they must start doing these stadium bands. If there's going to be a black mm. player and we know you, we know you have a racist history, ah, then you, you, no fans inside the stadium. Because while I was watching uh, a lot of these World Cup qualifiers, and especially these... These places with where you know there's no black people, you just look. A lot of them were playing in empty stadiums. Got it. You got it. Up until can, they learn, you can take mm. three guesses for what. Mm. <laughs> mm. You know they're gonna be doing those those uh, those gestures. You go to the World Cup now. Nah, your fans can't come. You have a racist history. Yeah. Yeah. Simple as that. Mm. I think it. I think that would that would be probably the the best thing to do. Remember when they were banning English hooligans? Mm. I think that's the next step to do. Mm. But I mean, they've got the security. They've got fans. Uh, you know, you see somebody ape chanting. You, security kicks him out the stadium immediately. Drag him out immediately. Criminal charges. Obviously, they're not going to do it in Hungary. They'll yeah. probably high five you. <laughs> Say yeah, you know we got to take you out. But don't lie. that was a good one. <laughs> I'm gonna use it while I watch uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air or something. I don't know see what you next week. Yes, I don't know what they uh, what they're watching back there. But yeah. Uh, I think that's from a from a random point of view. I thought we should touch on that mm. because that was something that I noticed the yeah. the racism incident, and you know, things like this are still happening, yeah. which which is actually very funny. 
you you could actually blame the the English FA. I actually I see where you were coming from. Well, that's what the hungry was saying. Yes. Yeah. It's it's a collective of that group of people. Yeah. It's not one individual. It's a collective. Yeah. Some just think we're slightly better racists. Yeah. Mm. That's all it is. And and it's always the comparison of we we can't be racist. Look, they calling people that over there. Yes. No, you can still be. Mm. <laughs> you're not not you're not less racist because somebody else is more racist. It's one term. But watch Q for for this uh, this week. I'm willing to bet that there's going to be a sky campaign where oh, I racism out of football. Yes. I already started seeing the things on YouTube. The black and white the black and white cameras come out say no to racism. There's no room for it or something mm. like that. They're going to they're going to bring it out again because they're going to obviously be pushing for Hungary to be, you know, to be banned rightfully so, but you know, for their own selfish reasons. Mm. But yeah, I think we can we can leave the 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 conversation here. Uh I was going to say we'll we should touch on the Champions League games, but we'll be recording next week, so We'll probably have time to do a preview of the game, so we can save that those chats for then. Mm. Mm. Yo, nothing else to really touch on. But uh, uh, Nabi Keita, get home safe. What uh, do you mean get home safe? He was home. Wasn't he home? Get back to England safe. There's a man that recently broke the international goal scoring record. Oh yeah! I shout think, out. I think we don't shout out that guy. Hey? Shout he's out to got, you don't. He still got cases pinned. We don't shout out that. Shout guy. out to Ronaldo. Funny enough, I saw them. Uh, they were well. ESPN actually. It's actually not a case pending. You can't step foot in the USA. It's a case pending. Oh. In ESPN. Las Vegas. Okay. ESPN uh, tried to well discredit Ronaldo by releasing the you know international true international goal scoring. True. Mm-hmm. Yes, as in amongst men and women. Oh sure. Okay. Yes. Uh, there's a. There's a lady by Sinclair. I think she scored like 226 uh, international I'm goals. I'm not going to say anything about that. And then they were just saying, you know, in a salty way, like, congratulations, Ronaldo, for reaching top 10. Because he just broke into top mm. 10. I, th- I, I, I was going to look for the article now, but I think that's just... But yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get into that because that's just gonna. That's so. Let's not let's not equate genders in football. Yes. Yeah. Respect the women's game. Respect the men's game. Yes. We don't so equate the, the two. He's the highest men's international. He's the highest men's. So that's what they were saying. They were saying, uh, respect. You know, everyone by mm. you know the women who've who've had those contributions. But that's another conversation for another day. But shout out to you, uh, Miss Sinclair, uh, the Canadian international, for your 200 and... Uh, How many goals was she scoring in a game? Like 10? Yeah. She's a, she's a prolific striker, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, nonetheless, let me... Let me have a look at that uh, random... Uh, Christine Sinclair, that's her name. Okay. Uh, yeah, she's 38 years old. Still putting up good numbers. I watched her during the Olympics. She's also been playing for quite a while. Uh-huh. I'm just very curious to see. Yo. Oh, okay, they're counting her. They counted her under 19 goals included in that. Oh, but still, her first team ones is... is yeah, like two. that's still 187 <laughs> goals in 304 appearances. That's that's decent. One in two, man. It's not eh? decent. One in two. That's brilliant. Yeah, mm. that's what I say for international football. That's very great. Yeah. But it depends who she was playing against. If she's playing against Thailand and, uh, you know, 
I hate to to to. Ah, it's still an achievement. I hate Somebody to. Still has I hate to, to poop on my 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 fellow neighbors. But if nah, she's take her, yeah, if she's playing. If, if somebody still has to score them against. If you're playing against Lesotho, shout out to my Lesotho Scott brothers. <laughs> but <laughs> remember that under twenty one game where Holland scored nine goals. Yeah, and Saudi fair. Arabia, whatever that man did not care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for this. I'm scoring nine goals. <laughs> Substitute a <Eddie. laughs> That's where I could see Rest that. This is where I could see that Holland was a stone cold killer. <laughs> leave me in here. And he celebrated yes. each one, <laughs> like the robot that he is. <laughs> now, nah, man, but I think uh, we can just leave it uh, here. We've had our our weird tangents, our interesting debates about who deserves to be in jail. Uh, if they aren't, if, if, well, if they're not innocent, I guess they both should be in jail. Mm. But I see someone from Iceland uh, making this out, uh, making it out of it, uh, maybe with a nice contract in Iceland as a hero. But yeah, I think that wraps up the, you know, the episode for the week. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, I let my co-host sign out. Uh, use your little sign outs, phrases, and whatnot. Good night. Goodbye. I don't like being told what to do, so I'm never going to do it. Good night. Goodbye. And listen to the smooth, sultry voice of Chris McCullough. I hear you. Interesting. That's interesting. Peace out. Peace out. Uh, yeah, let's just look forward to all these signings being on the pitch. Let's see where it goes. Mm. Got to fix up our fantasy teams as well, guys. Don't don't fall don't fall asleep, man. We don't want no. you if you're not participating in our fantasy league. Do it now, man. And we don't want any excuses. Journey You've, in, you in. you have a week to prepare, bro. But yeah, anyways, guys. Uh, Check cheers. Out videos because of it. Yeah. But cheers, guys. Uh, have a lovely week. Mm.